everyone, and welcome back to another Now What Wednesday. I am Jessica Stevens, and this is the I Just Blank Now What podcast. So grateful for you guys joining in this week and every week to listen to these awesome Now What Wednesday stories from people who are sharing their experiences of when kind of life came at them. So today is a fun one because it has to do with TikTok. My guest, Wave Wild, is sharing her I Just Joined TikTok Now What story, which is really inspirational and and so amazing to see what uh, a platform can do uh, to transform somebody's business. So if you, like me, are on the fence about TikTok <laughs> um, and have not joined that platform as of yet, I want to invite you to listen to this episode, especially if you're a business owner and want to grow your audience and generate new leads and and create some really fun content for your brand. Uh, this could be the platform for you. And I know what you're thinking, oh my gosh, I just do not have the bandwidth to take on yet another platform. It's so time sucking. I hear you, my friend, but take a listen, hear Wave's story and see if this could just be the platform that really helps you go to the next level. So a little bit about Wave Wild. She is obviously a TikTok marketing expert and coach. She has helped over 200 clients grow their TikTok accounts through consulting and courses with a community over virality approach. She specializes in helping brands and business owners use the app as a social media marketing tool to generate more leads, money, and impact the world. Wave developed an ideal follower attraction method for rapid growth with just one post. Wave has built an audience of over 225,000 plus followers across her social media platforms and acts as a business mentor at Hub Inc. She regularly appears on national television and speaks on podcasts and social media summits. Learn more about working with Wave at wavewild.com. So without further ado, let's get to the now what? Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? <laughs> me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. All right. Well, hello, Miss Wave Wild. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and share this story because I guess for me personally, I feel like I might be like 
a tiny bit part of this journey of yours with I just joined TikTok now what because mm -hmm. I remember you and I actually met on social media like as most of us are meeting nowadays mm -hmm. uh way back last year in the spring and I was hosting some events for business and entrepreneur women and that's how you and I connected and then I just remember kind of these initial posts of yours about TikTok and then I'm like oh my gosh wave you gotta share some of this knowledge with our our women's entrepreneur community and you did like a TikTok for business owners or TikTok mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs like mini workshop that was your very yes. first one that you did yeah. <laughs> so that feels like a oh lifetime ago but it does so much happened so I feel like maybe I have like a little part of the story of yours yes um, you do for sure so why don't we rewind a little bit uh, and uh, go back to the day you downloaded this crazy app called TikTok and share, you know, why you did it, what was going on, and then kind of unpack this cool, wild story of yours. Yes. So like a lot of people, I joined TikTok when we went into lockdown during the pandemic, March 2020, because I had a photography business. I had a photography slash coaching business focusing solely on personal brand photography. And of course, at that time, I had to cancel a lot of photo shoots. I had to return deposits. And I was a little bit like everybody else, like, what's going on? And uh, I had friends who were on TikTok and I had heard them talk talking about it online and saying like, you know, it's so, so good for business owners. It's not saturated yet. You should really get on it. And I thought, okay, well, maybe there's opportunity to generate some leads for coaching clients. Who knows? We'll see. And I got on the app. I did not know what I was doing, but you know, I really loved, uh, really was attracted to the creativity uh, that's promoted on the app and all the tools they give you. And it was just fun. It was so much more fun than Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Instagram. It was just a lot more fun. You have the music and I love music and I love dancing. So it's, it works well with me. I don't always, I don't dance in all my videos and all that stuff, but I'm very drawn to that kind of culture of the app, of the app where it's more about fun. And I started posting videos. I had some, I guess I would call them semi-viral. I thought they were viral at the time, but I would say semi-viral videos that did really well. And I was just like, wow, I'm gaining all these followers and people are responsive and you know, asking how they can work with me. And I started to just talk about it, talk about my success on Instagram. And I had a lot of followers there start asking me, how do you use TikTok? What, what's going on over there? It's so confusing. And how can I use it? And then it was light bulb moment. You know, I could actually, I could teach this. It's very similar to some social media marketing strategy. I was already teaching clients and having that background in personal branding. I immediately saw everybody on TikTok needs a personal brand because everybody needs to stand out. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how, that's how it started. Cool. So when you got on the app, were you kind of a voyeur at the beginning and kind of just like consuming a lot of the content before you started putting out your own content, deciding like, ooh, what do I want to do? Do I want to just make this fun? Or did you right away from the beginning of all your content been like, okay, this is business focused content? 
Absolutely. I mean, I knew I wanted to do business focused content, but I did spend some time. I was a little bit scary to post and overwhelming because there's just so many features and so it's a beast of an app. There's a lot going on. And yeah, I consumed content for a little bit and yes, then got the courage and you know, then there was no turning back once I had made a few videos and started really experimenting with how to make short form videos. Cool. And then that's when, you know, you started sharing on your Instagram, on your Facebook, like, Ooh, I'm on TikTok, and I was, I've been doing this and that. And that's when I saw you, right. Mm -hmm. Sharing some, some stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, wave, you got to do like a little workshop for entrepreneurs of mm -hmm. learning how to use TikTok. And so I invited yes. you to come and share with our community. And I guess that's when you put your first webinar together for us. I did my first ever webinar slash, I guess, workshop or training. Oh my gosh, that was, a, that was a really, really big step for me. And a lot of learning came with that. I really, really appreciated your feedback. I still have those notes. Uh, and yeah, I've come a long way because just before, you know, recording this podcast, I finished a presentation with Social Media Examiner. So it's it's been quite a journey. And now I do presentations uh, and workshops and trainings. Oh my gosh, probably like almost weekly. <laughs> and also you've obviously grown a community of TikTok business owners of your mm -hmm. own so opened up you know, your own private group and, you know, you, you've got a whole community of TikTokers that you share knowledge with. I do. You know, I saw that there wasn't a lot of people doing this on the app so that there was a lot of potential and opportunity to really establish a brand and, and have a presence in this niche and to be really niche, right? A lot of us entrepreneurs were so scared to niche down, right? They tell us to niche down. It's so scary. And I was like, no, you know what? I have, you know, opportunity here to really stand out and be known for this. You know, I know lots of Instagram strategists or coaches. Why wouldn't there be the same for TikTok? Uh, so I saw that opportunity to do that. And yeah, I went with it and I saw a lot of demand as well. A lot of demand for the TikTok knowledge. So it kind of, you know, on honestly felt pretty easy <laughs> to attract people to come to my Facebook group to follow me on TikTok because there's just so much demand. Everybody wants to know how to use this app. And, you know, obviously niching down like such a good, good tip for all businesses and, you know, mm -hmm. know your target, right? And it's totally scary for sure. And then kind of, you know, the sub niche within what you've been doing, obviously, in terms of helping people brand themselves on TikTok is trends. So talk to mm -hmm. me about trends. Yeah. So within the app, you know, TikTok is an app built on trends. And I saw, you know, very early on some TikTok marketing people talking about trends. And I saw a way that I could do it a little bit differently and make it my own and make it better, which is what I teach people to do is, you know, you can study, study, find other people within your niche in your industry and learn how you can make content that is based on your own brand voice and like make it unique to you and make it, you know, see how you can improve upon it. So I really came up with these trend alerts uh, because I saw huge demand for this type of content because people struggle with content ideas, right? You know that you put out a lot of content, a lot of uh, every entrepreneur will know that. So people want content ideas and that's essentially what these trend alerts are. Now I do predict trends that have that will hit the discover page, certain types of trends. But yes, I, that's how I kind of made myself stand out on the app is I built a brand around the queen of trend alerts and have a very specific format of the type of trends I announce. I always announce ones 
that are applicable to any niche that you can put your own spin on and certain sounds. Yeah. And nobody else was doing that at the time. Cool. So yeah, that, uh-huh. that's what you've been kind of, you know, a little bit famous for now is like predictions. <laughs> So that's the thing with TikTok that's a little bit different than the other social media platforms is that things change really fast, right? So something Very that's fast. In, in one week is gone and something else has replaced it. So talk to me a little bit about like that world of TikTok for people who might be interested in following your footsteps of getting their business on the app. Like what are some of those tips of like really good things to consider when they're they're getting going? Yeah. So first of all, set some goals, (laughs) set goals. You really want to have just when you join any app, really clear intentions of why you're joining and what you want to do with it. Then I would say if you're new to the app, I always recommend, I had already talked about this is study content so that you can learn how to make short form videos because short form video marketing is relatively new. It's not something that we learned in high school, most of us high school or college, like they're only just starting to teach this stuff in a, you know, maybe university level communication programs. So learning how to make a short form videos that will really convert is important. And by watching a lot of videos, this is how I learned how to make TikToks is just watching a lot of videos and noticing the structure to it. Uh, what things are doing, how people are generating engagement, how they're opening a video, we call that the hook, how they are communicating information, how they are being entertaining, all these kind of things. I just soaked that all up. So you can learn a lot by just studying other people's content. I do not mean copy. I do not recommend that you just go copy people mm-hmm. at all. That's not cool. But yeah, those are the first things you can do. Yes. And also, yes, you want to uh, incorporate trends into your content. The big thing to remember is like TikTok is personality driven app. So you have to show up on camera and you have to, as a business owner, really showcase your personality and be relatable, right? You're, the goal is to get people to like you because you know, the like, you have to know you, the like uh, factor and then the trust factor, right? So you've got to get people to like you and say like, oh, that girl's really cool. We would totally be friends in real life, that type of thing. So you want to be mixing up your content And you can do that with the trends where you can showcase your personality, have a little bit of fun with it, make a joke, and then also mixing up your content with maybe more educational type of content, maybe some inspirational as well, all kind of depending on your goals. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if you know this, but like, what are the kind of latest stats on TikTok? Like, like how many users are on this platform and and growing, right? Yes. So uh, we all know that TikTok blew up during the pandemic for a few reasons. One of them being that, you know, we were in isolation and lockdown and we're looking for other ways to connect. Another way was another one was that, you know, entertainment options were limited. So people came to the app for entertainment. And that is when the stats of the app like really started to level out. Because before that, yes, there was a very, very high percentage of kids and teens. But the recent stats, and these are USA-based stats from March of 2021, shows that it's really, really leveled out between the age demographics. So the ages of 10 to 19 is about 25% of the app. 20 to 29 is like 23%. And then 30 to 39 is something like 21%. So really starting to level out. And of course, yes, there's still, you know, 40 year olds and 50 year olds. And there's grandmas, there's grandmas on TikTok. Every age demographic is there. So it's no longer an app just for kids. 
and you don't have to dance <laughs> you don't want to but of course i know that you love to dance and so mm -hmm. i've seen a couple of your dancing ones so why would somebody who's maybe has a huge following on instagram want to even consider adding yet another platform to create content for because we know that you know feeding the monster is is a little bit crazy so what would you say some of the benefits of a TikTok? is over another platform like Instagram, which is now apparently kind of copying TikTok, right? Yes. Like they're all like, yeah, so-and-so is doing stories and so-and-so is doing reels. And so they're kind of like, you know, pulling the best from both worlds mm -hmm. over to each other's apps. So yeah, like what's, you know, the benefit of having Instagram plus TikTok? So I would say, you know, even if you did have a large presence on Instagram, you still get way more organic reach on TikTok. It's a discoverability-based app. You are going to be able to reach more people. We know that, you know, only a certain percentage, it's fairly small of our followers actually see our content. So there's just more reach there. That's the number one. Also, I would say it's great to actually, you know, be repurposing from TikTok. And that's just because the TikTok video editor is so much better than the, than the Instagram reels, the effects that are built in the text capabilities, you know, the captioning is built in the music. Like there's so it's very, very powerful in app editor. So it's more creative and easier to make your videos in TikTok and repurpose them for reels. And they will work there. Whereas, you know, making your video somewhere else and trying to make them work for TikTok doesn't always work. Doesn't, yeah. It's like trying to retrofit something. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as this started to grow and snowball, like what was happening for you in your business world and in your life? Like as this kind of like started to go viral, like your TikTok business. I got really excited because I was actually not broke anymore. Yeah. <laughs> making money. <laughs> and making money and not spending it all on really expensive photography gear that I had constantly had to upgrade or, or that type of thing. So it gave me a lot of confidence. And I felt like, you know, for the first time in my life, I actually felt really aligned with what I was doing. So I think there was, honestly, there was some, something there with, I had a block with photography, some sort of limiting blocks that I've had for, I think many, many years that held me back. A big one being, you know, imposter syndrome and comparing yourself to others, for yeah. sure. Really, really hard in the photography industry when you see other photographers doing amazing things and you're just like, oh my God, they're, they're so beautiful. Anyways, with TikTok, I just don't have those blocks <laughs> and maybe that's because it's new <laughs> and there's not a lot of people doing it yeah you're kind of maybe. like the it was it's kind of like the wild west right the yeah TikTok world and so everyone is just applauding their own like course and going for it and there's no one really to compare to because everyone's just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what's gonna work at the same time and i just started feeling like I'm just so passionate about it because I've seen this app change so many lives for business owners and it just blows me away. Like every day I have these, I hear these success stories from people and from clients and they don't even have, which is why I have um, this community over virality approach. They don't even have like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers. One of my students has 15,000 followers and told me that this was a while ago that she was on track to do half a million in product sales that year mind blown. I just wanted to cry like these tears of joy. I was like, wow, 15,000 followers. She just, 
she's just got the reach and the community and she's you know done all the right things uh so you don't have to go viral right that's such a big focus on the app is that you know everybody wants to go viral everyone wants to get a lot of followers because you can build an audience faster so people do really really get hung up on those vanity metrics but i've seen that it's possible without that so I think you hit on something there where this new pivot for you into a new space has really helped you serve a wider number of people in a different way than your photography mm -hmm. business did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm assuming like, obviously, you know, there's varying price points in, in the photography world, but this was a way for you to really help people in a really affordable way too, right? But have mm -hmm. like really big reach and help lots of people. So could mm -hmm. that have been part, part of it too? Helping, helping the little guy that, you know, on yes. start, that startup? Yeah. And I love helping people. <laughs> that is a big part of my personality type. And yeah, I get to do that. So yeah, that's why part of why I feel so aligned with it yeah cool and so what kind of opportunities actually have come your way now that you're known as the queen of trends oh my gosh i have done um quite a few speaking gigs um one of the first big ones was when a social media examiner did reach out to do their podcast that was the first one so i was just floored like that because that's like the big biggest uh, podcast i've ever done and that gave me a lot of visibility I, ha I still have people reaching out saying oh i heard you on the podcast i'm like that was probably four or five months, maybe four months ago. And then from there, I, I did a virtual summit with them, a workshop in a virtual summit with some other, like I would consider them celebpreneurs. I was like, wow. <laughs> and now I've taught in their society as well. So other than that, I've um, had a lot of media opportunities come around. Now I did hire a media coach to help me with that. And she's been a huge, huge support. And I've learned so much from her. And now I don't, sometimes I don't even have to pitch the media. I just get emails from them. Like the one I got the other day that was like, Hey, I'm a producer for, you know, CTV morning. Can you come and speak about TikTok and how politicians are leveraging that in the Canadian election? I'm like, okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh Bet. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It feels um, like kind of like those Obama days when he was using like the, the social media platforms to get younger people to get out to vote. Like now TikTok mm -hmm. is also that platform yes. influencing political decision. That's pretty yes. cool. Yes. Yeah. We did see that happen in the US election. And yeah, I think it's really, really interesting to see that here too. Excellent. And then what are some of the biggest changes in your life since you downloaded this app? Like personally, professionally, like what's, what, what are you so grateful for because of this, this, this oh dance video gosh. app that you had no idea about when you first started? Yeah. I'm so grateful for a partner who supports me in everything I do and understands how the long hours I work and everything. So a lot of people, you know, had time off during COVID or transitioning maybe to other things. Whereas I was like, this is the busiest time of my life ever. <laughs> I am hustle, like hustle working <laughs> 10, 12 hours a day. But, you know, I'm not complaining about that because I love learning and I spent a lot of time studying the app and learning and I'm always looking to improve. I love what I do. So it doesn't feel like work. I'm very grateful for that. I wake up in the morning and I'm excited instead of dreading, you know, going to some job. So very grateful for that. Yeah. So there's been 
a lot of learning, a lot of learning. I'm still learning, working on scaling the business, learning outsourcing, having trouble with that because <laughs> I am like to do things my way and a little bit, I guess, perfectionist tendencies. And a little bit of a control um, freak, maybe just maybe sort of. A little bit maybe, but yeah. So my personality, I'm also, I guess, uh, my partner calls me a doer. I'm a, if you're familiar with the Clifton Strengths Test, my first strength is execution. So I'm very, I, I like to get stuff done fast and I get it done quick, quickly. So it's hard to outsource and then, and, and rely on other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning, learning that I have to let more things go so that I can have more balance in my life. Where's, That's I, a big one. That's a big yeah. one. <laughs> so many, I've heard this so many times and I'm a firm believer is like, you know, if you want to get into personal development, just start a business, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Go into business Absolutely. for yourself and all the personal development that you might have ignored in the past will come front and center. And mm -hmm. you're going to have to like embrace a lot of changes to you, mm -hmm. to, to you to succeed. So let's talk about change. Cause this is like a somewhat pivot from your photography business and branding. Like the, it's still in the same arena and space, but it's just using mm -hmm. new technology. But if memory serves me, you were a yoga instructor at one point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. <laughs> let's, let's rewind a little bit and like go through a little bit of a career journey for wave of like where you started oh when you graduated to where you are now. And like, mm -hmm. what, what things have you pulled from each of those industries and careers and things that you've done to the next gig to land you in your successful position here? Mm -hmm. So I had a photography business many, many years ago when I lived on, in Vancouver on the West Coast, probably had that for about 10 years. And I would say weddings was my, was my bread and butter. And I did a little bit of everything just to pay the bills, but I really burnt out from that, from weddings. And I decided I, I wanted a career change. I've always been very interested in health and fitness and wellness and nutrition and all those things. So I decided to come back to Ontario and go to university. And I was obviously a mature student at this point. And I think the part of me was like, kind of always feeling like I wasn't, I never, I didn't do university after high school. I was a little bit lost. I traveled and backpacked around the world and stuff and dabbled in lots of different things. But I guess I always wanted to know, like, could I get a university degree? Was I smart enough? I, I always kind of considered myself not to be very smart. So I took on that and, and did that. And yes, I did excel because I enjoyed it and I applied myself and I really, really loved it. I got a degree in kinesiology. And when I graduated, I started working in that field uh, and I was working with older adults, the special populations. I really, really enjoyed that as well. And I thought to myself, well, I want to broaden my resume. I'm going to do a yoga teacher training. And I started researching places to do that. I was going to go to India. I wasn't sure uh, about the reviews there. And I found uh, a yoga studio in Toronto and I did my training there and I fell in love with it. And I drank the juice. I drank the yoga juice. And then I was, yeah, just about yoga. So I started working there at the studio, was managing the studio and teaching. And then while I was there, that's how the photography career came back. Because, you know, as you get to know people and they started to learn that about my history, I started to get all these questions from yoga teachers saying, 
I need photos for my Instagram. I need photos for my website. I need all this stuff. Can you do photos for me? And then I did a little research online and realized that this is actually a very new budding part of photography niche called personal brand photography, doing photos for entrepreneurs, for businesses. And I really enjoyed that. I really loved doing the yoga photography. I loved working with women and then decided that I was going to go back into my photography career. So gosh, yeah, left the photography career to do kinesiology and then went back to photography and then was only, only did personal branding for maybe two years before COVID hit. And then all of this changed again. (laughs) Wow. That is a wild story, which is very fitting because your name is Wave Wild. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I love it because you have this let's go an adventure, like, let's just see what happens kind of personality Mm -hmm. that allowed you to just partially walk away from things that you had invested like tons of time and money and energy to pursue something that just felt right in the moment Mm -hmm. at the time. Uh, Would you say that that's, that served you well? Uh, Definitely. Anytime I feel a little bit of an injury, I know what to do. I hurt my hamstring the other day running and I was like, oh, I got this. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know? (laughs) So yeah, no, I definitely, I'm so glad I did the career, sorry, doing the kinesiology degree, which, you know, took four years out of more of my adult life, but I'm still glad I did it. I proved to myself that I do have the smarts and I am capable. It gave me a lot of confidence. I don't regret, don't regret that at all. Yeah. What would you say have been like the lessons that you've picked up from each of your now what moments because your story you've had so many like oh I, I love yoga I'm gonna be a yoga teacher now what and like you kept mm-hmm. going on so what are, what are those kind of fundamental traits or skills that you have in this now what and kind of lifestyle that you and business that you have well we did already touch upon this the you know entrepreneurial mindset and personal develop development so i would say in my previous photography career i did not have that and i really really struggled with that i also you know did not value myself i undervalued myself all the time oh, because exactly. i was always comparing myself to other people <laughs> so like pricing and like and, what you were offering and yes and doubting my abilities and you know and this person's better with lighting than oh i didn't get that shot oh their shots are so beautiful how did they get that shot i missed that shot or that type of thing so i feel like i wasted a little a lot of time there not living to my potential mm-hmm. but uh, you know everything happens for a reason Kinesiology, I think, you know, it helped me develop a lot of confidence, a lot of skills, definitely the yoga teaching, teaching yoga really, really brought me out of my introversion a bit. (laughs) I was very, very introverted and I can still be introverted uh, at times too, right? Like I didn't struggle during the lockdown. I was happy to be at home and just working from my computer, but I remember the process of standing in front of a room and speaking to people and having them look at you and just like do everything that you're telling them to do. That was very scary at first. And then, you know, you get used to it and you get more comfortable. So yoga helped me so, so much with confidence and um, really starting to learn to believe in myself and start living to my potential and be humble. (laughs) That's another one, be humble. And yeah, really helped me to kind of step into myself. 
Awesome. Okay, so here we are a year and almost a half later from when you first downloaded the app, you have a completely new business, mm -hmm. a thriving business that is going to only continue to grow as that app grows and more people get on there. And obviously, you know, trends are changing and things. So what do you think is next for you? Oh, good question. Well, yeah, I mean, I have some goals. Uh, I have goals that would be exciting to fulfill, but yeah, having um, a regular, uh, now I do have a regular, I guess, TV segment, although it's not really official, uh, but I would love to have like a TikTok regular segment on TV, something like that. So who knows, maybe that's in the future. More speaking, I'm really, really stepping into being a public speaker, which blows my mind. So I'm looking to improve those skills. And hopefully, you know, as the world opens up, I can travel with that and go back to some of these in-person events. Cool. So what advice do you have for anyone who's getting on TikTok or any any new platform for that matter, right? Like this is transferable to mm -hmm. all the social media things as, as a new one is probably going to be Clubhouse, all the things. What are your like three pieces of advice of, you know, now what that they've shown up in this space? Well, first of all, before joining any social media app, yes, you should have some clear goals in mind, do your research and know if your audience is even there. I think consistency is so important and I get it. It's hard for a lot of people to be it's consistency is key to anything in life. If you can stay consistent it's going to help you so much. <laughs> it's going to help if you keep showing up and stay consistent, even if you feel like nobody is watching, even if you feel like what, what you're doing does not matter. Just stay consistent and stay committed to your goals. Stay focused on those goals and not to get distracted and hung up on all the other little things that can happen with you know being in the online space, such as those imposter syndrome playing the comparison game, focusing on those vanity metrics, all those things, you know, stay focused on your business goals and what keeps, you know, moving the needle forward in your own business. And just serving your customer, serving mm -hmm. your target, serving your audience. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right, Wave. So I think you have a, something to share with, with people. Is there like a free download, a, a class, something that yes. you wanted to share? Yes, if you uh, want to get started on TikTok, I do have a freebie, a guide that you can download how to get your first 1000 followers. Now that is a bit of a benchmark, a milestone on TikTok because you need 1000 followers to go live and to get the little link in your bio. So yeah, that's what that guide is all about. How to get started on the app and how to get those first 1000 followers. Cool. And where do they find So I can give you the link for your show notes where they can download that. Cool. Yeah, it will be in the notes. You can go and check out Wave Wilds. Uh, TikTok getting started, I guess, is, is what, you, what, what that is. And then for anybody who's you know been on the app, maybe they've already hit their 1000 marks. Do you have any other courses or anything else that you want to share? Absolutely. So I have a Facebook group, really, really great community in there of supportive people. A lot of people who have experience on the app. And yeah, my website, you can find all my courses. I've got beginner and advanced courses on there. That's just my name, WA. A-V-E-W-Y-L-D.com. Cool. Excellent. Oh my goodness, Wave. This was so fantastic. I love your story. It, it, it has been a wild ride, but mm -hmm. it, it, it's been a good one. And I'm excited to see what's next for you because, yeah. you know, this is definitely 
a completely different business than when you and I first connected. So I also love the the story here of things can change for you mm -hmm. and your business really fast and, mm -hmm. and embrace that. So in terms of the speed of which everything kind of pivoted and went in a whole new direction for you, what would be, you know, a piece of advice you have for somebody who might be feeling the rush of that momentum and freaking out a little bit? Take a deep breath and listen to your gut, right? Listen yeah. to your gut and your heart and see what feels, what feels right, what doesn't feel right. I knew that going into this, I was like, okay, I am going to be eating, sleeping, breathing, TikTok. I need to be 100% sure that if I'm choosing this as my niche, I am not going to burn out. I'm not going to get tired of answering the same old questions that you have to feel so, so passionate and aligned with it so that you can stick with it. So being really, really sure of that is important. And I knew that feeling in my gut when I was like, okay, am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? And I was like, yeah, my gut's telling me yes. My gut's telling me yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope that's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a question for you that I just popped in my mind as you, as you mentioned that. Did you ever have a moment where you said, oh my gosh, Wave, you're doing it again. You're changing your business and your career again. What are you doing? No. Good. <laughs> because I no longer identify with that story. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I have had my mother say to me a couple of times, like, what are you doing? Why are you changing careers again? And that was a hang up a little bit for me. But a lot has happened in the past few years. And I realized, you know what? It doesn't matter what she thinks and what she says. I know it's right for me and I'm doing this and this feels good for me. And that is a story I don't have to identify with her. What she thinks is does not have to be, I don't have to choose those thoughts. I don't have to believe that. Right. So I chose not to identify with that story because it's just a story. It's just a thought that she had that she voiced and shared with me. And I disagree with it. And you just let it pass in and out yeah. through one ear and uh -huh. out through the other. That's yes. Cool. Because I know that that's something that adults who have had a couple of career changes struggle with and the and the opinions and the impressions of other people of like, oh, she's she or he's changing their job again or changing mm -hmm. their career again. So that's actually really fantastic advice. So thank you for sharing that that piece, because I think a lot of people struggle with the opinions of other people mm -hmm. of what they're doing. And yeah. if, they're, if they're that kind of person who just hasn't found their their thing yet, their passion yet, and, yeah. and they keep changing, it can wear on you being like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just be happy doing this? Absolutely. That was definitely another thing I struggled with when I was younger. Uh, and with aging has got easier. <laughs> you just start to care less. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. Any final words, Wave, for everybody before we sign off here today? If you are hesitant about getting on TikTok, don't be. <laughs> I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but just do it. Just start posting your videos and you'll learn as you go. You're probably going to make mistakes. I made mistakes too, but just do it and start learning. Awesome. Great advice. All right. Thanks, Wave, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank Now What? 
If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.